0: All right, let's talk some more about earnings and a couple specific stocks that our next guest likes. Bob Phillips is back with us from Spectrum Management Group. Uh, Bob, let's talk Adobe here because their earnings are already out of the way, but the stock kept slipping anyway.
1: You say to buy the dip, how come? Well, Oliver, we think that Adobe is just a great company and the whole pandemic has accelerated the uh, movement towards remote uh, transactions and contracts. <clears throat> Adobe entered that market as a really, really strong competitor to DocuSign, kind of the uh, namesake of that territory. We, we expect Adobe can increase sales by 20% per year for the next three to four years. Hmm. And um, their cloud product is growing at 25% plus per year. So we really think that uh, the dip is an opportunity to buy into the stock at much uh, better prices than existed you know, a week
0: ago. Interesting. And uh, Bob, when you're looking at uh, the uh, potential for valuation compression, what is the risk in uh, a software company if if rates keep climbing like they have been
1: the last month? Oliver, we don't expect rates to keep moving uh, a lot higher. We think that um, given the debt levels that exist with the government in particular, not so much corporations and individuals, that um, the uh, pressure on interest rates is going to remain relatively low. Like we think that um, in spite of all the fear that the key things that have kept inflation low the last 20 years still remain, you know, that, that being technology and innovation, that's inherently deflationary. <clears throat> uh, globalization hasn't gone away. It's just been disrupted by problems with the uh, supply chains currently, and that will get resolved, we think, over the next several months. And then you have an aging population and high debt levels. So all those things we believe uh, really keep the, the lid on rates and it's more of a short-term scare. How much is the uh,
0: bullish software uh, trade contingent on that view of rates being right? What's your backup in case yields do start to rip?
1: Well, if the yields start to rip, then obviously our scenario's wrong. And <clears throat> we'd have to adjust our thinking and adjust the types of companies That would be willing to hold we would probably get much more defensive actually the second stock that i was recommending is for people that are concerned about those sort of issues Mm. i think waste management is a uh, company that weathers pretty much all um economic cycles pretty well trash never goes away excuse that's exactly right and um we think infrastructure spending whether the federal government passes something or not will um, be a strong trend for the next 10 years. And then if they, and waste management will benefit directly from that. Um, and if the feds can get out of their own way and actually pass something, then that's another tailwind behind waste management. So you got really strong cash flow. They uh, return a lot of that back to their investors through buying back stock. <clears throat> they got a very solid dividend program. Um, so we think if you're concerned about some stocks that could appear to be too high flying, that waste management would be a very good choice.
0: Correct me if I'm wrong, I'm looking at a a five-year average P.E. that's about 15 points lower than where it trades right now as uh, this big rally has lifted uh, the price of the stock on a valuation basis how much uh, more kind of uh, expansion of that valuation do you, do you think? I mean, what can a waste company trade at? I mean, this is this would compete with some pretty growthy uh, of kind of value
1: tech stuff out there right now. Yeah, um, well, <clears throat> obviously, going back to your first point, and uh, if interest rates were to go higher, I think everything will take a hit. Okay. Certain things much more than others. <clears throat> um, if our scenario about the interest rate staying low remains, then uh, their PE is not that, uh, that much out of line. Again, with the expectation that their earnings will be growing at a pretty good clip going forward, given the tailwinds they could have behind them with um, the entire uh, infrastructure build out.
0: Bob, the uh, stimulus side, uh, uh, give me your guys' blueprint uh, framework on what to expect there. It sounds like today from the article I was reading that $3.5 trillion is a lost cost. Do you think that's going to be problematic for what's been built into
1: some of these industrial names? I don't from the standpoint that there's still a lot of the COVID um, uh, rescue plans from the last 18, 24 months now that money has not been spent. So... I think the $3.5 trillion probably would have given us a lot of um, pressure for inflation if the whole bill passed, and you still have to the issue of how do you really pay for it. So the fact that it's gonna be scaled back, I don't think the market was ever building in an expectation of seeing the entire bill as it was passed. Huh. Uh, you know, We scratched our heads several times here that <clears throat> looking at it, um, the Democrats do have slim margins in the Senate and the House, and a lot of those members are uh, from purple states at best. So how they ever expected to get um, everybody online to pass the three and a half trillion, uh, we couldn't figure that out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got a lot of Democratic Congress people from Texas, and the bill is it's currently are understood, and we don't r- really know what's in it. But as it's understood would have been devastating to Texas's energy uh, economy. Hmm. So um, I think that there will be a lot of trimming and uh, something probably comes out of it. Okay. Uh, But we'll have to wait and see. And maybe a little more
0: streamlined than original expectations. Bob, thanks for explaining uh, us the game plan the way you see it right now. Good to have you back on the show. Hmm. Thank you, Oliver. Absolutely. Bob Phillips joining us from
1: Spectrum Management.